Welcome to episode number 182, hangout session number one. This is the Rotated Views podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Goose, Tom, and Tom. Yes, hangout session number one. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. In this episode, we have special guests Tom Rudisell and Tom Malazeki. We cover topics that range from sports, TV time, family time, hosting parties, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Joe Namath and Arthur Ashe. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, gentlemen, let's explain the hangout session, right? So, Tom, you were on um, our show sometime last year, and me and you had a conversation outside the barbershop, uh, and this is basically your idea that we, you know, we, we support, and, and now we're here. That's correct. I don't want to take uh, full credit for it, but <laughs> since you mentioned it, I will. Uh, yeah, uh, obviously, when we did um, the profile on myself and my, my art business and tattoo shop, etc., uh, I felt like I was being grilled uh, and detained, you know, <laughs> by someone somewhere in a foreign country. And, right. You know what I mean? I was about to get locked up. Uh, so I said, let's do something that's just a little bit more loose and... Um, Maybe covers just a wide range of different things, yeah. uh, not maybe so specific on one particular person. And you kind of dug the idea. So uh, I guess this is the maiden voyage, you know what I mean? This is it. Hangout mm-hmm. session number one. Yes. We made it happen. And I said, and he liked me so much, he got another guy named Tom, too. <laughs> yes. <continue, so. laughs> Those of you who don't know, I also have my, uh, my brother in law here, Tom Alzecki, with us joining. Because um, we always have, you know, obviously conversations on sports and stuff like that. And uh, so I figured it'd be nice to have another voice. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. So uh, kicking things off, first of all, so as we're getting situated here at the barbershop, um, there's news just for flying around that uh, we just heard some unfortunate things about uh, the passing of Kobe Bryant um, in a helicopter uh, plane crash, or uh, I'm not sure exactly what it was. I think it's a helicopter. Um, But with that being said, uh, there's a lot going on because um, what's crazy, this this hangout session is going to revolve around sports. Um, We were just watching the Sixers, the Philadelphia 76ers, right, uh, play the Lakers, right? And um, everyone know LeBron James needed 17 points to surpass Kobe Bryant uh, for all-time scoring in the NBA. And uh, that was going to be a given, right? I mean, I think Kobe a- averages like 20-something, 20 22 points a game or whatever it is, 25. LeBron. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so My mind is so stuck. I apologize. My mind is yeah. so stuck on Kobe because it's such sad news. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but anyway, so in, in – in retrospect, we're looking back. My brother Miguel was over at my house. He's like, we just he came over just for the game for us to watch this game because we knew it was going to be a crazy game to begin with, and history is going to be made. Like, dude, we got to watch this together. It's awesome. Uh, so we do, and we notice we take notice of uh, Kobe Bryant sneakers that had he wrote, you know, Mamba for Life on there. LeBron. 
Oh my gosh. LeBron's shoes have Mamba for Life, which is a tribute to Kobe Bryant um, because he was going to pass his uh, scoring record. Anyway, long story short, LeBron does such. Um, and, you know, he got like a standing ovation during a timeout, and it was all, you know, it was, it was just cool. And we just thought it was cool that, um, you know, that he did that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but anyway, so long, you know, you know, there's social media is really fast, right? And so Kobe Bryant's like responding back. And this all is happening, yeah. like tweeting back. Um, and they're posting his tweets and, live yeah. on the game as Look, it's like while we're up. doing this. And um, it's crazy. It's three o'clock uh, Eastern time. And we're, you know, the Pro Bowl's on. The whole point of this was that we're just going to talk sports. And then all of a sudden we get reports that all this, you know, went down. So super sad news for the, um, you know, the sports world. Uh, rest in peace. Um, but with that being said, I mean, I don't know. Does anyone want to say something to that about Kobe Bryant? Does anyone have like a memory of Kobe Bryant? I just remember, I think it was fourth grade when he came out with these Adidas. And you were like the coolest kid ever if you had them. Um I didn't. I was going to say, I'm guessing you didn't have No, <laughs> did not. Dude, we ha- I had like some, you know, like JCPenney outlet Nikes, dude. Uh. So we had those bad boys. Um, I wish, but I forget who had them. Somebody, one of my close friends had the Kobe's and they were just awesome. It was like when he had his contract with Adidas or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, you know, he was on the team with Shaq and stuff that beat the Sixers. So that was, yeah. you know, for most people around here, that was kind of a little bummer. Yeah. And considering he was basically... Born in Philadelphia, Philly. although he didn't really, you know, spend all of his life here, but he went to school, obviously, high school and stuff, you know, yeah. right outside the city and everything. So, you know, people looked at him as kind of a Philly guy, but, you know, he was uh, obviously on one of our rival teams, right? And and they took it to the Sixers, and he was a killer. That was the biggest thing with him, like, you know, um, similar to Jordan. That's why he's compared to him so much. Yeah. Um, if you've ever seen some of the side-by-side videos of, like, them doing the same move, it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's literally the exact same move. Yeah. Like it's so cool. So if you haven't seen that, like you can find it obviously online and stuff. Like just try to find a side by side of the two of them, and you know there's f- probably fifty different moves, and they're like identical. Like it's so crazy, man. And uh, yeah, he just wanted to he just wanted to rip your heart out, man, when he played, and that's what made him awesome. And the other thing that was weird was, you know, obviously last night with the LeBron thing, you know, he he was you know, in the news and on everyone's mind, right? Like, yeah. um, but I think it was just last week was the anniversary of him scoring 81, wow. which was the second highest, you know, it's still the second highest point total ever by, you know, a player behind Wilt. Um, and that was like last week, yeah. you know? So he hasn't been retired for very long. And obviously a player that's as good as him is kind of always in and out of the news for whatever, you know, whatever reasons and stuff and different ventures that he has going on. But with that anniversary and then obviously last night, the LeBron thing, you know, he's been in the news basically, or just, there's been, you know, some remembrances of him and and stuff in his career lately. Yeah. Uh, And then all of a sudden, yeah, like, you know, literally half hour ago, we hear, you know, that, which is really crazy and sad. And then it makes you appreciate, obviously you know people and then things in your life as well yeah certainly sure. you know what i mean so yeah yeah so so the energy here um got a little damper uh sure. because we're just kind of like just taken back by this whole thing but we're trying to you know we're still gonna you know obviously push through but um tom do you have anything you remember kobe for kobe i mean like you said same as what tom saying yeah that basically playing high, or high school basketball down in lower marion and then again it's also the championship game that 
you just remember the Sixers stole one game. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was it. But, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy was a monster. Yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing else to say. It's just sad news. So, yeah. yeah I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was ready to, like, run around here and tell, like, well, I had all jokes prepared and, like, I was going to really cause a scene in here today, and now yeah. I feel like just kind of like you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, with. Well, you. And I don't even like the Lakers or anything like that, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm like you know, like oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, we're having fun with this one. We had pizza and all this fries. Oh, like, Kobe. Um, all right, but uh, but anyway, so so with that being said, obviously it's tragic news, um, you know, and obviously because w- literally while we're recording this, there's like developing news, and if anything pops up, obviously we'll share, but um, we'll just you know kind of move on respectfully. Um, but anyway, so, so let's, let's change gears a little bit and talk about the Pro Bowl, right? Uh, so the Pro Bowl's currently on. Um, it's the game that I'm not sure how many viewers they have um, watching this. Um, I, from our understanding, it's in Orlando this year, but is it always in Orlando? Is it always in like a... Hawaii? No, it's usually in Hawaii. Oh, it's usually if in it's Hawaii. If it's not this I, year, I'm not sure, but it's usually... Typically in the past, it's always been Hawaii. Didn't they say Orlando for some reason? It was. The last couple of years, yeah, they I believe switched it. it. Oh, okay. Orlando. The players got mad because they liked, obviously, getting a trip to Hawaii and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised they still have this game, to tell you the truth, because... <laughs> it, it should just be it's a It's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, so. they don't even try really that much nah. and stuff. And football is the one sport you can't really, like, go half speed. Yeah. If you don't, it's just not the same. Like, you know, it's kind of hard. Like, basketball, you kind of, like, mess around and, like, you know what I mean, take it easy and stuff. Yeah. Baseball, I don't really know. But football, it's like, if you're not going 100%, it just doesn't look like football. You know what I mean? It's a flag football. Yeah. So, so. I mean, I don't know. And it's, like, this weird, like, respect they have for everyone. Then I'm sure everyone's agents are telling them, like, don't get hurt. Oh, God forbid. Somebody tears their Achilles or something. (laughs) Seriously. Like, you know, you could be done for the whole next season. You know? But, uh. I mean, is there anything worse? I mean, watching this, it's like they're really not even tackling each other. There's legitimately no point to this. And I think a better, I think a, a solution, a better solution is, um, how the NBA, the NBA does this too, the All Star weekend. I mean, these guys are shooting threes from, like, the half just to be funny. Like, it's not that serious. But at least they have, like, the three-point contest, yes. the dunk contest. And it, there's some level of entertainment there, yeah. right? I it, feel like the, the NFL should do the same thing. Well, that, that, that comes with their skills thing. Like I said, the skills competition is more exciting to watch the actual game. It's boring. Right. But the NBA does the same thing with their skills competition. You'd rather see that than the game. Oh, not 100%. 100%. But, when, but the NFL does it totally separate, though, the skills – competition they do it like in december or something don't they no i well, not prior i don't believe i don't know what yeah there's doing. definitely nothing going on during the season yeah. oh, maybe they might before. have something in the spring or something before. like the quarterback challenge where they like a couple guys you know what i mean or like yeah. hit the targets or something they have like a little flag game or, like, maybe, been, maybe it was like a charity thing i was watching yeah. could have been um the only weird thing i always thought with the pro bowl is is it's in between a super bowl right so like technically most of the best players who usually are in the two Super Bowl teams, right. or at least a good number of them, don't play in this game because mm-hmm. obviously they're still playing. Yeah. I always thought that was kind of weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I don't know. What do I know? I mean, is it like, I, I'm, I wonder if it's something like they wear like as a badge of honor. Like, I made the Pro Bowl. And I think maybe oh, for it's sure. Well, there's incentives too, you know what I mean, in their contract. So, mm-hmm. yeah. They're getting paid. That's like the All-Star They're team. They're making a lot of extra money for making this team. So, Remember, yeah. um, like, Little League, you make the All-Star team. Did you guys have All-Star teams? Absolutely. We had All-Star teams, and it was like, out of your, basically, your district, they got the best, whatever, how many teams you guys played, like, five to eight teams. Um, I think at one point it was sad. I think we only had, like, four teams. But anyway, you just, like, made the All-Stars, and you would compete against towns across. Yeah, right on. Um, 
So that was that what that in my end was a you know was a badge of honor. Yeah, or is it ba- you get a badge of honor, you get a yeah. t-shirt, you rock that yeah, thing forever. Yeah, a t-shirt, <laughs> misspelled names and all that. That was awesome. You know, I just got a note as you said that the NBA canceled every game for today. NBA really? basketball get game out, today. Yeah. Wow. wow, how about it? Much respect though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's super sad. Hmm. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, thanks, Miguel, know. for reminding us again. <laughs> But like you, you think of something like that, just the impact someone has on just the lives of athletes, let alone, but just people. He, he affect, you know, maybe just fans out there who aren't even from this country, and they bought a Kobe yeah. jersey or whatever it was, and they they feel some level of connection with this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sad as hell. Yeah, he's um, literally probably one of the top five best. Of all time. Players of all time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got the championships offensively, without a doubt. I mean, he was. He was unbelievable, man. Got 41 years old, and he's only been retired for a couple of years. So That goes yeah, back to your sad, 81 man. points when he was in there playing. I put on ESPN the one day. Yeah. Every highlight was of Kobe. Yeah. That, that the whole highlight. Yeah. The score 81 points. Of like the last decade or whatever, yeah, they put like one of those things. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, you know, going back to the, the Pro Bowl, I'm like, as I'm looking up, they're, they're no one's sweating, by the way. And no one like is sweating. And they're in Orlando. They're Absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> The uniforms stink. I mean, what is going on? They look brand new still. There's no stains or nothing on anybody's uniform. They should just, like, name. All right, you made the Pro Bowl, but never play in You know what I'm saying? Like, you made the All-Star team this year. That's it. You don't have to show us this half lazadaisical whatever effort of, like. But it's funny because they use, like, as a title, that's whatever, however many times you've been in the Pro Bowl. It's part of your title. Like, yeah. like. Peyton, or uh, Eli Manning, two-time champion. 18 four, times four, Pro Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, so it's like part of your statistical life. Eli Manning was never 18 times Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. Well, first of all, the guy just retired. Well, I mean, it wasn't he your favorite quarterback? I'm not going to say what I want to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with it, Eli it Manning? It was a really awful joke that I was about to say. <laughs> so so someone said um, the other day, I heard No, I don't like the Giants or Eli Manning. No, I know. I, I get that. <laughs> um, I, res- I, I respect I respect all teams and you know all athletes, but you know when you're when you have your home home team and you're rooting against them or for them, and then you're rooting against their rivals or their competition, it's only natural, right? I mean, it's just a normal thing. It's fun. It makes sports fun. I yeah, think. without a doubt. I find out I usually have much more respect for guys after they retire and the dust has cleared for a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when they're still on the team, especially a team that's a rival of my f- favorite team, you know what I mean? True. Yeah. I just. Yeah, don't like, don't like it very much. You know? Yeah, but um, um, what yeah. is it though? What is it though? I mean, everyone. If, so if locally here, we're uh, obviously all Eagles fans. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about when you like almost cringe when you see like the the Cowboys or the Giants, <laughs> and it's like I don't know if it's just a competitiveness or whatever. Because the guys are great. I mean, like if you take the what team they play for, they really are good, mm-hmm. really good players. Um, uh, and you don't really personally have anything against them, but you know some people get really carried away with this mm-hmm. stuff with their home team and who who they're rooting for, especially football. Especially football. Yeah. But mean, what 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 is it? What is it about it? It's like why are we yeah. so passionate? It's fun because yeah. it, it does make it fun. It's just in your blood. It feels like you <laughs> yeah. just have to do it. Yeah. I don't know. You feel like a part of it, right? So like your your association with this because you live within the vicinity of like the Philadelphia metropolitan area, whatever it is, and you feel connected. Like that's my team because they're from where I'm from. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, I'm gonna root for them. I'm gonna root for just like you're rooting your own kids. You're just proud of them. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, this is this is what represents us. Why Absolutely. wouldn't I cheer, cheer them on? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Our whole Northeast area of the country, though, is I would say is very similar for that. 
New York, Philly, Jersey, Boston. Like, you know what I mean? This this whole little kind of chunk. Yeah. I feel yeah. we're a little crazier and pa- more passionate Pat, than yeah. maybe other places, to tell yeah. you the truth, and could potentially go overboard. I think that, like, our city, so, for good or bad, we have a reputation sometimes of being, you know, the crazy Eagle fan well, or whatever, whatever, whatever. And yeah. then some people, I think, like that reputation and want to try to kind of keep that reputation alive and go overboard. Yeah. And then sometimes we look kind of bad, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. I see some guys doing like this weird stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. whatever. Like, I mean, there's always like, the guy that takes everything on, too far, yeah, right? Just relax. Just like, ruins I mean, the party with a bad joke. There's always like even that like, guy. you know, <laughs> cursing and yelling, and there's like kids yeah. all around you and stuff. Like, there's a time and a place yeah, for everything. Yeah, yeah, like, believe me, I told you before, like, I haven't pinched my leg yet today, but I have. You know, I let a couple slip every once in a sure. while, and I'm trying to be a good boy like last time. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a time and a place. Like, sure. you know what yeah. I mean? So uh, these guys just get so wasted, first of all, and then they just lose their mind, and they're just, like, ridiculous. Throw bottles at people. It's like, it's like yeah, crazy. Yeah, just because you got another jersey on, sorry to, like, razz somebody and heckle them a little bit. Yeah. Just to bust. But like, to have chops. fun with yeah, it. Exactly. And Not to, in like, a way where the person to, like, knows. a violent level. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We, we got, it probably happens everywhere, to tell you the truth, but, you know. Yeah, this is yeah. our neck of the woods, so. I went to an Eagles game one time, and I'm walking along the park line. I see it, it was Eagles versus Giants, and there was a family of four, like mother and father and two boys, and they were just they were, uh, Giants fans. They had Giants jerseys on and stuff like that, and they were minding their own business, yeah. and, and here we tailgate, so we had like a grill behind, like the cars, whatever. And they were, they were just had like this little grill, and these dudes came with like smoke bombs, Lit them up, threw them underneath their cars, and then a brick of of um, fireworks, like right. jumping jacks, and threw it underneath their car, and it was like, and all this smoke, and this family, like they were definitely minding their own business, and they're like, they, it, I, I just felt yeah. so bad. I'm no, like, dude, these dudes went yeah. way far beyond, yeah. just ruined their day, ruined all their food they had. Well, like, that that's my that's my issue with going like, to the Eagles game. Me and you, so, me and you went to a freezing cold game oh, one yeah. year. Right, and there's these knuckleheads behind it because there's always a person who doesn't know how to control themselves, and it's like, dude, I, I want you to enjoy the game too, like I, I do, and, and we're all excited, but to the level, like the belligerent level, this person was on, it was like it just made it not fun for everyone around them. He's yelling all this stuff, he spills his drink on people. I'm like, yeah. and it's distracting too because I'm like, I want to watch this game, yeah. and all I hear is this, it's, it's just like this voice in my head, but it's not in my head, it's this knucklehead behind me. I feel like they, there should be some like rule. Like you should be respecting also the people who paid hundreds of sure. dollars. That's what yeah. I was just for those the money tickets. you pay for them tickets is yeah. it's just not to begin fun. With, so. And then I was telling him we're driving home, and I'm like, dude, hundreds of dollars for those seats, and it was like miserable. It was freezing, yeah. <laughs> forty bucks a drink, and yep. then this dude's yelling behind me, and I'm like, dude, there's no replay while you watch it live, and I'm like, dude, this is awful. I remember just sitting, I'm like, I'm never coming to one of these things again. Yeah. Um, yeah, that stinks, man. Yeah. The one thing I will say, I, I've had, heard, you know, a bunch of times over the years at other ballparks, even baseball and stuff, like out in California and maybe St. Louis, like a bunch of different places. Like people are literally like getting like stabbed and like beat up and like Jeez. like getting killed. But That's yet wild. Philly always gets the bad rap. Right. Yeah. For whatever reason, like, you know what I mean? And I hardly ever remember like many incidents if any at all like to that level where yeah. someone was literally like killed at one of our games yeah i never but it That's happens other, other places but philly still always always gets that rep for whatever reason like they just go to that like you know what i mean with us the it could be something small and the, then the media just like boom philly 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 yeah. so terrible so terrible but then you have the 
you know, guys like you're talking about that unfortunately are keeping that, you know, image alive for us. So, uh, I don't know. You know, there's always one. The, the Phillies, it's always the one thing, though. The battery's thrown at J.D. Drew. That's the only thing. That's the one, that's the that only one that gets brought up. up. Yeah. That's it. It's well, here. First of all, where did the batteries come from? I always think about that. Like, dude, did you have a flashlight and just popped open and just cool? You know, yeah, those are, some, those are some big batteries. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't get it. Um, all right. So, so switching it up, but, but at the same level, let's talk a little bit about where you were when you're watching and, and what your experience was uh, watching the, the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Right, so what are the 2018 champs? Yes, is that what it's considered? It's always so confusing, yeah. like right. when it actually happened, yeah. um, because football season rolls right into the new year, so it always makes it like when someone says the year, I get confused. Um, anyway, I remember we were at my cousin Manny's house. You guys all know Manny, uh, Manny and Jen's house. We all watched. You mean a dude that I hit a three pointer on in the alumni game? Oh, they had the alumni <laughs> and, game, and I made Ooh. his wife giggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I know uh, Manny. <laughs> so so we, we were there right and i think it was about like first quarter um into the game maybe second quarter and i'm thinking well we got this far this is this, i'm celebrating like this because they're at the time they were losing the patriots are winning and they're losing and i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like just if they lose i'm not gonna let that ruin it like we made it to the super bowl it's, you know how hard it is to make it to the super bowl so i'm like so i so me purposely not wanting back to back up yeah, with a backup quarterback, right? Um, I'm like, I'm not going to let this ruin it. I, I, even if they lose, I'm celebrating. This is so much fun. This is awesome. Whatever. We go back. Uh, I think we went out back, smoked cigars for halftime. Um, and then we went back inside. And all of a sudden, the third quarter comes. And, like, things turned around. And all of a sudden, it's like, dude, we have a shot. Like, this is happening? And then all of a sudden, the fourth quarter rolls around. I'm like, dude, we're about to win the Super Bowl. I just got chills thinking about it. Oh. And then all of a sudden, it happens. And I remember having James in my arm jumping up and down. And he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we just won the freaking Super Bowl. The Eagle, the Philadelphia Eagles just won the Super Bowl. Um, it, was one, it was one of my favorite moments I shared with my son. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, first of all, listen, you're a better man than me because... If they would have lost that game, I don't care if it was us out there. <laughs> yeah. I would have been really yeah. upset. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, They're playing against against arguably 100%. the greatest hundred percent quarterback of all time. So yes. in my but mind, I'm like, no, I agree. I don't care if it was, you know, yeah. a couple dudes from the corner. When you're in the game, <laughs> yeah. you want to win that game. One hundred percent. So I was eight years old when the Eagles played the Raiders in 1980. Yeah. yeah. So from the time I'm eight. I'm used to specifically Eagles, let alone all the other teams, getting close and then leaving you disappointed. Yeah. yeah. And disappointed. Yeah. And disappointed. So obviously you're going into it with a little reservation where mm, I don't <coughs> yeah. know. I've never seen this before. Yeah. Like so is this even possible? Right. Looking back on it, that it was just their year. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen <laughs> that <laughs> yes. season. They were they were meant to win it. Yeah. that year just for whatever reason finally yeah it was their turn right so when they beat the vikings and you remember that game i mean the vikings scored right away like super fast yeah. and easy yeah and you're like here we go because the nfc championship game usually is their kryptonite yeah so you're thinking oh no way dude come on man like <laughs> yeah, really yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden boom like the floodgates open i don't think minnesota scored the rest of the game right nah. i mean nah. they crushed them yeah. so now you're like holy moly like they they honestly like this might be it, yeah. regardless, Wentz, whatever, you know? Yeah. And, uh, man, that was fun. 
That was fun. So much fun. I I cried. Yeah. I totally cried. Yeah. By the end, like most big games, I start on the couch. Then I then I get up a little bit. <laughs> then halftime comes. All right. Third quarter, whatever it is, late later innings, whatever the sport. Then I start pacing a little bit. Yeah. Then I'm in the other room, kind of peeking around the corner. Can't hardly watch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the end of the Super Bowl, like I'm on my knees, <laughs> sweating profusely, as if I was literally playing myself. Right. I just yes, it yes. was my stomach when Brady threw that ball up. I literally was ready to puke because uh, right there, you're right waiting. There. First of all, it wasn't like. You know, say a game-winning home run or a buzzer beater. Yeah. It's in or it's out of the park, and it's no doubt about it. It's like win or lose. This was like I'm waiting for a flag. I'm waiting if there's still a second left on the clock, like that last Hail Mary. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're just kind of delayed, and then all of a sudden you see the ball bounce. There's no flag. And it was like five seconds like yes. after the fact, yeah. and you're kind of like, Everyone oh, was looking around. my yeah. God. They literally just won the Super Bowl, dude. <laughs> Same thing. I'm mauling my boys. I'm crying. I'm a mess. Yeah. And then a half hour later, I'm in Dick's parking lot trying to get clothes and shirts. And it was a madhouse. (laughs) And uh, I think I finally recouped about $350 that I spent on all kind of stuff. (laughs) I had like my whole couch was filled. Every hat they had, every glass, (laughs) every, I mean, I bought literally one of everything in there, dude. It was unbelievable, man. And Erica comes, she, I think I posted a picture. She's like texting me, like not po- not on the post, but like actually texting me like, is that all your stuff? I'm like, yeah, dude, like this ain't a picture of the store. This is like our couch. Yes. It was amazing, man. That's awesome. So, yes. Tom, no, no, who knows we'll ever see it again, but it was awesome. I, I was completely different. They won. I jumped up like a running back. I stepped on people and ran outside <laughs> like it was New Year's Eve and started slamming on pots and pains. <laughs> but I did cry myself. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. It's completely different watching the Phillies win the World Series. I loved it. But the Eagles win, it was just completely different mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Completely got chills off of everything. It was just, I don't know. It was something that my dad always wanted. He never yeah. got to see. Yeah. And so when they did, it made me think about mm-hmm. it. And yeah. it was just, I don't know. Yeah. It's unexplainable. No, it was yeah. super emotional, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just shows you what sports can do absolutely for you and yeah. your family and just the dynamic like and the, that you share that and you know even like say in my work like i might be working on somebody and we'll start talking and they're like yeah i don't really like watch sports i don't really care about that and i'm like holy moly like uh, how is that possible <laughs> yeah. like, from the time i was like super young like yeah. you know what i mean i watched almost everything yeah. like every sport all our philly teams like the highs the lows whatever like totally invested you know what i mean yeah and then i'm like man like i would have seen i probably had no gray hair if i didn't like sports actually so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're lucky man but <laughs> i can't do it like i just it's in me and it's just and i feel like a lot of us around here like we you know especially in bristol like we love sports man yeah. you know and it's just our region but yeah i come across guys that are like no i have no i don't really really care like, right <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Um, for you, <laughs> Goose. Do you remember the uh, when? Well, I do. I was at Manny's house and I was sick. The one I, I hit a three pointer in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one he made his wife get um, <laughs> Bristol, Bristol High <laughs> alumni game. He hit a three pointer in his eye. Um, right yeah, his no, eye. I was and I Off was the glass I was, and I called it. I was actually <laughs> sick. I had like the, I was just like getting over the flu. It was like a day after, and I'm like sitting there. It's classic of my brother to take the attention away from like the no, game. No, 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 Everyone's no. excited about the Eagles. He's like, yeah, I'm I was sick. Si- I was sitting there watching the game. I had my hood up, and then like my reaction was so delayed from everyone else's. I'm like. 
holy crap, we just won. I'm, I'm getting up really slow, like, dude, just, like, cheering with everyone else. But it was, dude, it definitely was, like, I enjoyed it the next day, obviously, with everyone dude, else. Dude, wow, comes in the living amazing. room. Yeah. He comes in the living room with his wheelchair. definitely going to have to edit that part. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was, that like, was unbelievable, man. Good <laughs> Lord. That's, that's what it was. Yeah, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. You, asked, <laughs> you asked me my experience. Holy cow, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so the Eagles win, right? Uh, uh, the cool thing about uh, winning the Super Bowl is obviously outside the ring. I mean, we don't really get to enjoy that whole thing, but the the parade, right? So then they have a celebration, uh, celebratory, you know, parade. Especially in Philadelphia, it's it's really neat uh, the way the city's kind of set up. It's neat if you're watching from TV. It's not so neat if you're there and you have to find parking. Um, but anyway, so they had it. The Phillies had theirs, but when the Eagles had. There's kind of what Tom, Tommy was saying. It was like there was something different about the Eagles winning it um, that made you care way more. Yeah. For some, I don't even know what that is, what that even means, but there was something about them winning that just made it so much more special. So anyway, so they had this parade, right? And so typically all the teams basically do this. They go through the city on like these like floats or whatever, and they're just waving to everybody as they go down to the city. And then there's like a celebratory speech and whatnot. Tom, you went to it. Did you go to it too? No. All right, I did but not. you went to it. I most certainly did. Yeah. So so explain your experience. I even had my wife take take off from work. That's right. That's yes. right. I remember uh, seeing pictures. I went to the Phillies one and that was awesome. It was packed. It was like the first championship Philly had won since eighty three when the Sixers won. Yeah. So basically for a whole generation, it was like the first championship that they'd ha- ever seen. And then some guys that were maybe young like me, I was ten like eleven at that time. Uh, and in even older, we hadn't seen anything since 83. You know what I mean? So, like, any team could have won, and it was going to be, like, a huge party, right? Oh, well, So, the Phillies thing was crazy. It was awesome. It was fun. Uh, Utley dropped the F-bomb. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was Halloween. So, like, everyone was dressed up. It was people. Like, it was wild. Yeah. Super fun. But I think when it comes down to it, like, Philly is hardcore football. Yeah. We love all the sports. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But there's something – about football man and the fact that it was their first super bowl and there's been like 50 some super bowls and we had gotten close so many times it was just like crazy it was crazy it was it was literally i thought i was going to have to get a toe amputated first of all because we found the spot and you stood in that spot for like five hours until the the thing came through yeah yeah, and like i mean there was no room to walk no room to move no room for nothing we debated on whether to take our boys down who were at the time maybe only like, I don't know, five and seven. Yeah. And we decided against it because it we left a crack of dawn. It was freezing cold. And it was a good move. There were some kids down there, but they probably were city people that were, you know, close to maybe closer to home and stuff like that. Um, they would have been miserable. There was nowhere to move to go to bed. Like, but it was amazing. And I would have got my toe amputated for that. Yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, it was awesome. Like, it was just such a big party. Everyone, that's the cool thing, too, like, with sports especially. Like, you see someone you never met a day in your life, will never probably see that person ever again, but they got the Eagles jersey on, you're high-fiving them, you're hugging yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are, like, cheers, cheers in each other with beers and stuff. I mean, just looking around, everything was Eagles everywhere, every single person, and it was great. Everyone was smiling. Like, everyone was happy. There was yeah. no, like negative anything like the whole day anywhere you went was crazy from like people were there from like four or five o'clock in the morning you know what i mean and then it was just a party all day all night it was awesome it was amazing yeah it was amazing 
So you stood there for five hours. Probably. We got down there probably around That's 7 wild. in the morning. Um, we got dropped off because we figured it would be way too hard with parking. So we got yeah. a ride, actually. There was a nice group of us. There was probably about maybe five, six, seven, eight of us all together. Then we kind of met like a couple other people, you know. Um, and we found a spot right on Broad, a couple blocks down from um, what do you call City Hall. And we set up shop, you know what I mean? And obviously we had a couple cold ones packed away in our jackets and, yeah. and everything like that. And I uh, just stood there and waited, man, you know, and waited and waited. <laughs> and then finally, there it was. They came by and, you know, it was awesome. Then we kind of followed them along. We didn't make it all the way to the art museum steps, which is where they did the speeches and stuff. They had a, a DJ like right down the street from that. It's like the Avenue of the Americas or something. What is that called? It's like uh, where they have all the flags of the different countries oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. leading up towards art museum. Um, at the end of that, they had uh, a DJ all these speakers they were just bumping all this music people were dancing like it was crazy man so yeah. we just kind of hung out there danced for a while and then we headed up uh, a little further into the city and went into a bar uh, got some food drank some more obviously and then we watched the uh, speeches in the bar uh, on TV and stuff like that and nice. I, I couldn't understand why they kept like I thought it was on mute when Kelsey was talking <laughs> yeah but then I realized he, that no like, one knew actually they were like first. really beeping every other word out yeah. that he was saying so I thought that was pretty funny because I was asking him to turn the volume up on the TV and they're like <laughs> it's on <laughs> but, but, uh, Kelsey like, oh, had man, a whole dude. other uh, that was wild, agenda man. that day yeah it was, it was awesome dude <laughs> it was awesome I was on cloud nine for a couple of weeks to be honest with you after yeah. that man yeah it was wild so good uh, stuff do you remember it Tom the parade yeah i was working i had to listen yeah. on the radio which you actually <laughs> could hear his speech at the end i they didn't mute anything on that so it was quite entertaining for the day so <laughs> yeah, so kelsey cool. gives this like amazing motivational speech um but obviously every other word he was very passionate about what he was saying and he's dressed up in um you know like the mummers um you know fatigue yeah, whatever turned it out was. to be a very popular halloween costume yeah yeah right? yeah. <laughs> yeah um that that was just that was pretty neat um and the whole thing it was like you know sometimes you feel like someone drags a celebration on too long you're like or someone says oh it's my birthday week you're like ugh, uh, you know what i'm saying it's like oh god but for some reason yeah, something goose would do uh but but for some reason uh everything they did i was st i was completely entertained by like it was awesome it yeah. didn't matter they couldn't stretch Absolutely. it out enough yeah. yep. um uh but some somebody somebody mentioned or is mentioned a couple times about the Phillies. Do you guys remember? Was it 08 when the Phillies won the World Series? I was actually at Tommy's uh, parents' house. And uh, at the time, I was dating my wife. And we were in, inside watching, on the couch, watching the game with her dad. Um, and they freaking won. And we're all just standing, staring at the TV like, holy smokes, the freaking the Phillies just won. Um and uh, where, where they live is literally um, Cotman and Frankfurt. Cotman and Frankfurt. So you, that's this famous corner where everyone goes to and celebrates uh, after a big win or whatever it is, and parade and whatever yeah. jazz goes on. By, a different by kind that. of parade, a parade of knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was the, it was the other. It's like the secondhand parade or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, but anyway, so Kel's like asking me. She's like, "You guys want you want to walk down?" I'm like. Okay, sure. I never experienced anything like that. I'm like, what is down here again? Like, what are we doing? Like, We're celebrating the Phillies winning. I'm like, all right, whatever. So we walk down. Mind you, yeah, it was like a weekday too. It was. Yeah, and it was like we go down there, and it was everything. I mean, obviously, Big Tom said, and your mom went with us. It was everything they said. Because first of all, I thought, you know, you know, how someone tries to like hype something up, I'm like, oh, it's a lot of people, and it's it's crazy, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm like. I mean, what's crazy? You know, define that. Uh, we get down there. It was 
crazy. <laughs> like there was people hanging on like the street light, lights. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the street lights getting arrested. I was like, what is going? This is wild, dude. This is like car flippings and stuff like. Yeah, well, I don't know if they did. It. I didn't see anything, but like I'm sure that they did that. Um, but I was just this was insane. This was a, a city that was rooting on they could not believe their team just won the world series and it was just fun to be a part of something like that yeah, for absolutely sure. um but the same thing it was like the streets were closed down like it was just amazing mm-hmm. um but 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 the phillies was the phillies was cool i think it was was it lidge who threw the, the pitch yes. and i just yeah, remember, he was I perfect keep, that year he didn't yeah, blow any saves, saves. Uh, that, that was what I keep envisioning him like on his knees, on his knees and then yeah. Ruiz, Ruiz running, running out. So the one thing I remembered about that was uh, they um, they were up in a series, and then um, I forget what the what was the, that wasn't Game Seven, right? It was like six. It was I think like it was that. Game Six or whatever. That right? game so, went on for like three days. Okay, so what happened <laughs> was right. They started playing. They had a rain delay. They literally had to stop the game. And the Phillies, I believe, at that time were up 3-2 in the series. So, of course, me being used to always being disappointed, I figure, great. Now we're going to have to wait a whole day or two to start this game again. We're going to end up losing, and then they're going to blow game seven, and we're going to lose when we were winning. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's going to be because of the weather now. Mm. Like, anything that could possibly happen, I figured, great, this is the way that we're going to blow it now. Because they always do. Right. And then for whatever reason, same thing. It was meant to be. They had, a, they had an amazing team that year. And uh, they pulled it out. Yeah, it, w- it, was, it was great. And then with what he called, obviously he didn't know he was going to pass literally like a year or two later. But Harry Callis, obviously iconic mm-hmm. announcer, right, for the Phillies and stuff. Um, he got to do the broadcast yeah. and see them win. You know what yeah, I mean? Which yeah, was yeah. really cool for him, although he was around in 80 as well. But, man, that dude was there from, like, the early 70s for, like, 40 years, mm-hmm. you know, 50 years he did the game. So that was cool that, you know, again, not knowing he was going to pass shortly thereafter, but he got to be there for one more, you know, championship and stuff. So that was really neat. And uh, same thing with Tom was saying about, I guess, your father and stuff. Yeah. Like, my grandpa got into sports because of me as a little kid, and um, he loved the Phillies, man. Yeah. Loved the Phillies. And he would listen to them like this is back in the day, you know, 70s, 80s or whatever. Like they were still on radio. Well, they're still on radio now, but people used to really listen to them on radio back then. Yeah, yeah. And nice summer night. I just know like he'd be out on the porch with the Phillies game on. You know what I mean? And then even when he got older, uh, he was in his early 90s when he passed. But he would have the game on. I'd be going out. I'd look in the window. I'd see my pop sitting there watching the game. Yeah, you know, yeah. give him a wave. He'd give me a wave. Yeah. Tell me that this guy stunk. Yeah. This guy was whatever. <laughs> they should get rid of this guy. All that jazz. Yeah. And um, what happened was um, the literally, um, I guess it was 2002, uh, was the last year at the vet. So um, I took him to see a game. It was the next to last game at Veterans Stadium. Wow. So it was literally the last game at the Vet, wow. minus one, right? So it was the first game he had ever been to. Wow. Um, he was in a wheelchair at that time, 92 years old. Got him to the game. It went extra innings. About midway through, all he's worried about is the usherettes and look at their shorts and, like, this girl <laughs> over here. And this and that. awesome. I said, all right, Pop, man. Whatever you got to do, enjoy yourself here at this game, man. You know what I mean? Got a picture of him out there with his Phillies hat on. And then, you know, so that's, like, early September, whatever, mid-September is the end of the regular season. 
um, you know, he, he, then he ended up passing early January. So, you know, for me, I wish I had taken him more, to be honest with you, you know, because he had such a good time. But I was just really happy that I I got to take him to a game. You know what I mean? And then, uh, unfortunately, he didn't see, you know, that team win. But, uh, yeah, do you you just have those connections, you know, with those things and and with your loved ones a lot of times? And it's it's really crazy emotional. It's silly. It's a game, right? It's so insignificant to anything, really, relative, like, in your life and stuff. But it like is there's just a connection with it man you know what i mean and I it's agree. uh it's crazy man for I sure agree. they um and, and it's amazing too like I, I exactly what you're saying like i don't know what it is there's something there and you always get like the person's like they're just playing a sport like why would you pay someone so much money to play you know what i mean um and and, it, and it's just like way like way bigger and deeper than that um but it's, de- it's definitely an interesting conversation to have um, all right, so so as we're watching or not watching the Pro Bowl, <laughs> um, it made me think of obviously uh, the um, what the other sports do, right? So the MLB has um, whatever they call it, the, the the home run derby, but the Midsummer Classic is like their All Star Game, um, and they do the same thing, but they do it mid season. So what's your take on doing something like that mid season versus what? The NFL has to do is put it right before the Super Bowl. Otherwise, no one would watch it after the Super Bowl. Because um, didn't they have it after the Super Bowl before? Or was it always right before? You remember? Nah, it was always right before. I it was always, always right before, yeah. Um, but, but, I don't know. I guess I can't take a chance with the guys getting hurt right in the middle of the season. I yeah. mean, I, that's probably the main – I don't know. I don't know. I think it's too tough, man, with the schedule and then, like, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I, I think I – think, I think it's one of those things. It's football is like an exception to this, right? It's like it's such a contact sport yeah. that it's like there's too much at risk. Well, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's your investment or someone's body part, <laughs> it's like injuries can happen yeah. with any sport, though, right? So, I mean, yeah, but true. baseball doing it in the middle of the season, it's scary enough to do it, but they actually yeah. have something to play for. Yeah. So they're doing whoever wins is getting home field advantage of that. So yeah. it makes it somewhat interesting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, no, no that, that's true. I feel like baseball makes it some, somewhat. In, more interesting for some reason or something about their all-star that I, I tune in. I want to watch it for some reason. Well, yes. I would watch that, obviously, more Wait. than the Pro Bowl. I <laughs> yeah. could care less. So. Yeah. Uh, the Home Run Derby is, you know, something that – It's exciting. It is. And I watch it with my son, and that's where, you know, he learned the he learned the word dinger. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, daddy's hitting dingers. Whatever. And I kept saying it because I'm like, you know, after a while, I was like, home run was getting boring. And it was like, he's hit, this dude's hitting dingers. Um, this is absolutely amazing. Um, but but there's something about the Midsummer Classic that you want to watch it. Um, and then, obviously, Home Run Derby is, is, like, one of my favorites. Now, switching over to the NBA, um, their all-star – their all-star game is in February. They have it like it's also it's mid-season. coming up soon. Yeah. yeah, it's like February fifteenth or something. Like that. It's also mid-season, and but you think it's kind of like the same thing. These guys are like jogging back and forth. It's like what is the point of this game? Yeah, the score is like two hundred to one ninety-five. Yeah, it's like out of control. <laughs> yeah. Zero defense. No one. It didn't cares. used to be like that. Right. If you watch back in the day with like Magic and Bird and Jordan and like all those guys. They like busted it. Like it they wanted to beat the other team. You know what I mean? The East wanted to beat the West and vice versa. And they really, really, really played hard. Now they might have had a little razzle dazzle in it, 
Magic, of course, was super fancy. Uh, Isaiah Thomas always had some fancy passes and stuff, Bird, whatever. So they would maybe put a little bit more flair in the game than they did in a regular season. But still, they were fancy even, like, you know, in regular games. Some guys. But they played super hard. Yeah. It's just the last generation, to tell you the truth, the last generation of guys, like, into the 2000s and now, obviously, the last X amount of years. It's kind of like just them screwing around with each other, playground, kind of just alley-oops off the backboard yeah, and, like, crazy right. stuff. <laughs> but it didn't used to be like that, believe me. They really, really, really played hard and wanted to win. You know what I mean? They're to the point where they're saying that they're going to put, um, like, incentives just for them to play, like have more of a competition. Like if you win, well, that's sad. If you got to do that's that. That's what I'm yeah. saying, though. Yeah. Like you, that, well, that's the kind of indicative, to be honest with you. Of now, I'm going to sound like an old man, but like of younger guys and like the athletes nowadays, they're making money at an all-time high. But is their drive really, really like that yeah. deep down inside? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just the thing. Again, to bring up Kobe is like he was a killer. Yeah. Didn't matter if he was probably making any money, dude. He would want to win and like want to win bad and embarrass you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's not many guys like that. Now, that's not to say that everybody has to be like that. Sure. It's a special person that has that kind of drive. Um, obviously, these guys are all good enough to make it to the highest level of their sport. But, I mean, they, they could not. I, this is, again, me being old, but I don't think they could hang with the, the guys back in the day. So, like, just... It's a yeah. different game. Yeah, they're it is. just their toughness and their, their grittiness and the physicality of the game and, like, just all that stuff. They're so pampered anymore, all the yeah. sports, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, that's, that's except hockey. Dude, Them though. dudes are crazy, but. <laughs> except I mean, for what? Hockey, the guy oh, yeah, like, yeah, insane. Like, you literally have to, like, you know, they'd have to lose a limb or something completely for them not to, like, I remember, there, I remember yeah. when, because um, the same thing used to happen for, especially for basketball with the Olympics. Now we're in Olympic year, right? Um, that they would take it as a joke, and it was like, dude, you're like playing for your country. Hey. Um, and almost, I remember it was like either it was like Carmelo Anthony, Kobe, and like LeBron all came together, and we're like, guys, we gotta like, we should be taking this seriously. Um, let's take it to the next level because it was almost like a give me, right? Like oh, yeah. a give me game. Because they would always win, no matter what. They'd always get the gold or whatever it was. Um, but then they started to get competition. Well, they weren't later in the years. I mean, before they were blowing teams out by seventy half the time. Do you think it yeah. was, was no competitive? Still, they yeah. were just that much better. Yeah. Until they hit that one team later in years that I couldn't even tell you who they played. That would give them a game, but it did get different. I'm not a. I don't watch it as much to be able to know. So I'm not the right guy. But what about what 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 is it about the you would think though let's like for the Olympics like you're fight or you're playing for your team or you're for your country I should say um, and it's just like a it's a weird thing to not care like how do you not care right and it's like that was like a mentality for some a couple years probably like eight years there's like two Olympics where it's just like that like yeah. well they start remember like the Jordan the Bird days everything like that at Lodge one whoever was doing it the the Dream Team. That was completely team. different. Yeah. If you go back and look maybe, I don't know, six years ago, you probably wouldn't even know the guys that were on the teams. That's right. Like, I was looking at, uh, a couple of days or a couple of weeks ago, and I, I could tell you I did not know one person on that team at that point. Nobody went to do it, I guess. Oh, it was I, like I, watching Eagles in the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's that again? <laughs> um, but, but speaking of Dream Team, right, I, I want to talk a little bit about um, putting together 
these teams now that are like super teams are calling them or whatever. What I mean, what is your take? Like, we literally just watched the, the, the Lakers and Sixers game last night, and Lakers are stacked. And we're like, oh, my God, future Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, literally starting five. I'm like, what is going on? This is, like, insane. Um, but, you, you know, you mentioned a dream team. Like, that was what that was supposed to be, right? You bring them all together for your yeah. – Although we're enemies on the court on the homeland, but now we're fighting for our country. Let's come together. We put the dream team together, and yep. now let's go fight um, other countries. But now they're doing that within our own, or within the own organization, right? Within the league, they're putting these monster teams together, um, and it's like money is not even a thing anymore. It's just like I have a billion dollars here. Like, can you figure this out? And it's amazing too because how ironically that they put all these teams together. Sometimes it doesn't. It, a lot of times it doesn't even work. You would think it would, right? It was like playing kickball. You always want to pick the best kids who had the boot, right? Yeah. These kids always hitting homers. The dinger. You know, the dinger, right? You always <laughs> want to pick that kid. And then, but, and you would think, all right, let's ki- put all the kids who hit you know, dingers all the time, put them yeah. on one team, they're going to dominate. For some reason, it somewhat works, but doesn't work. I think there's a chemistry thing there, like right? They just don't mesh together. Yeah, like there's something that, I, since it's, you put so many all-stars together, is there like clashing? Like what's happening? Because the Lakers got like you would think they would put something together, and they—I mean, no, don't, don't don't get me wrong. They're currently they're just made second digits, uh, double digits in losses, so they're really good. Um, but still, it's like you would think they would be even better, right? Um, like Golden State Warriors, they didn't have that team, and they had like the best you know record of all time, uh, winning versus losses, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't have a monster team like that. Somewhat. They had the players to fit their style. No, but I mean, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. No, no, no. They did it actually through the draft and maybe got like one free agent in there. They put the team together all through. That's playing it right. No, exactly. That's That's what I'm saying. They were almost the exception to the rule. Yeah. Um, a lot of times they just look at you know maybe the the pure numbers of this guy, not necessarily like really break them down to like does his game mesh with this guy's game or even personality, whatever. So there's a lot to be said about that. Again, in any sport, like just because you have five all-stars doesn't necessarily always mean that they're going to jive. Like someone has to pass the ball, right? Someone has to be unselfish. Somebody has to play this role. Somebody has to play that role. And for example, on that Warriors team, they didn't really have like a center per se. So, cause the way they played, they just were fast and they shot yeah. the ball and this and that, but they had a guy to do the dirty work like Draymond, right. a guy to unbelievable dribble, and shoot like Curry, yeah. Clay Thompson, pure shooter and scorer from anywhere on the court, uh, so on and so forth. So they just had this perfect mix with their style, and they recognized it, and they started playing that way. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but back in the day, like you would never see Magic leave after losing to the Celtics in a championship mm-hmm. and then go to the Celtics the following year. Yeah. Right. No way yeah. ever. Yeah. Right? Now they don't care whatsoever. Yeah. They're totally like free agents, like subcontractors. They're just going to go make their money, do what they got to do in that spot. And then wherever they can go to win, that's kind of what they do. But unfortunately, what happened now, like with all that, especially in ba- specifically in basketball, is you kind of have, say, four or five really good teams and a bunch of really bad teams. Yeah. Then you have a team like the Sixers who are stuck in the middle. Maybe the seventh, eighth seed in the playoffs get beat every year in the first round. Get a middle draft pick. Can't do nothing with that because you're not getting the first couple picks in the draft. No free agents really want to come. If you do, he's older or whatever. 
and you're just like spinning your wheels. So they were forced to try something different, start tanking, and try to get the draft picks and build that way, which they're obviously still, you know, the process in the process of doing. Yeah. But now they have a pretty good team, right? So um, I don't know. It's just weird, like that same thing, the mentality of the guys. Like dudes would want to stay on their team and work their butts off mm-hmm. with the guys they had. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like Jordan totally elevated the level of player on his team with him. 100%. He never really, really had. I know Pippen, yes, good. Kukoc was decent. Rodman was amazing at what he did and stuff. But let's face it. It wasn't like, here we go again, Kobe, Kobe Shaq. You know what I'm saying? Like this and that, whatever. Like these perennial all-star guys, five deep. Yeah. Like. Jordan, but they weren't said, they the first to do that? The Kobe and Shaq. I mean, Shaq was with Magic for years. He was, and then all of a sudden, and he had Penny Hardway. I think he played with in, yeah, the, with in Orlando. Magic, yeah, yeah. And then he left. That was a big move when he. Yeah, when he that was went, that yeah. was like it was almost unheard of. It was like, yeah. wait, you're doing what? Then he went to the Heat eventually too, and then the Heat had a Heat decent team. And then they had yeah, point. Wade, yeah. him, him and Wade won rings they together. Won, yeah, one or two together. I don't know what the stats true. are. You, you never seen it back then. Yeah, it's a completely different game nowadays. What they do, I don't like it one bit. But uh, I don't know. What What is it about, um, you know, like wh- when, when you have different teams, right? So you got to look at them like separate companies. Like one company has more money than the other one, and they're the one that's rec- constantly recruiting. The Yankees, I felt like, got oh, like yeah. that at one point. And you're just like, dude, the Yankees did it in the 90s. That was forever. They just I kept like. buying player after player and it was like something I think something the only thing was said about that is that the salary cap there was no salary cap or whatever it was it was too high but nothing was ever saying that they're putting these monster teams together (laughs) you know what I mean it was was when it happened in basketball for some reason everyone took note of it and it became like a bigger issue Um, because free agency happens all the time Mm. Um, I just think for some reason there's something about football I mean there's something about basketball when it happens just that much crazier um, when when what 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 is your when, what happens when a player goes to another team and then comes back to their old team, right? I mean, what is your take on that? We we see that with uh, like the Sean Jackson, he's gone, he's played with like our direct competitor, and then came back. Unfortunately, got injured, uh, so we really couldn't make much of whatever that season even was for but him. But he also came back to a totally different team too. Yeah, that's true. Like it's like if he wants, he got traded somewhere else because he he's. Different quarterback, different coach, different everything when he came back the second time. Yeah. <laughs> he should have never been let go to begin yeah, with, but no, that's another yeah. story. That's a good yeah. Chip Kelly move. That was a Chip Kelly that guy. Other, that guy. ruined the whole team. <laughs> yep. yeah. Dismantled right? He's team. an offensive coach, supposedly, and he gets rid of every offensive Offen- player they had yeah. on their team. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. He got yeah. rid of the running back. He got rid Dude, of everyone. Freaking the court, uh, what he called Deshaun. He got rid of uh, Macklin. <laughs> I mean, he got rid of every offensive player they all had career years with his team yeah and then he he has like bradford he brings in what's his face from the cowboys who couldn't really run that type the um run demarco murray he couldn't really run the type of offense they want they were running he's doing like the yeah the same read option with sam bradford who like can't run for nothing like (laughs) you know i mean like who's even going to be afraid of him running like i mean (laughs) it's just like so weird like meanwhile you had whatever you thought of vic that's a whole nother issue but he was dynamic, like, yes. in that role. You know yeah. what I mean? He was excelling yeah. in that style, you know? Macklin had a career year. Deshaun was amazing, like, still in the prime of his career. 
And he just like lets everybody go. It was like you know who was completely was crazy, underrated. I love this guy, Jeff Garcia. Do you remember Jeff Garcia? He was good when he popped. I in, loved dude. him. He was. He was really good. Talk about someone who played with passion. He was good uh, <laughs> for like no pay. Who did he take over for it? I don't even remember. Donovan. Yeah. Was it Donovan? Yeah, Donovan yeah. got hurt and he led us to the playoffs against the Saints the one year. Hey, I remember hey. seeing blood everywhere and he was still like in there. Or whatever. Hey, yeah. I was like, that dude was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But uh, most TD passes in first eight seasons. Russell Wilson, Dan Marino, Peyton Manning. Look at his interceptions, though. They're half. Sheesh. Right? Russell Wilson. Wow. That's like precision right there. Yeah, that's who they got to show Wentz film of all offseason. Yeah. The way he protects himself and slides and stuff. Dude, they were showing Super him mobile. Yesterday, he was doing like this target practice. And then practice. just boom. Russell Wilson was doing his like target practice thing. Dude, he was hitting every target from like he kills us yards, every time we play him, man. Like, super accurate. Yeah, well, he was a baseball player yeah. too that got drafted. So for the Yankees, that right? makes sense that he's he ha- has a natural feel for slide. Like, he knows how to slide. Mm-hmm. He's not goofy with it. Like a lot of quarterbacks are just like, yeah. I mean, some dudes go down like they just been shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when they try to slide, it's ugly. That's how Wentz hurt himself. That's how he hurt his back. Yeah, it's, that's. Head news dive. Yeah. <laughs> that was a cheap shot still. <laughs> I don't care what I wish. All right, so so I guess I guess from here, um like the last last change of, of gears would be uh hosting hosting a party at your house or whatever when you're watching sports, right? And I remember I always had a I always had an uncle who just cracks me up, who always played like devil's advocate. He would go like if you're going for the Phillies or the Eagles, he'd just go for the oh, yeah. just for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. Um almost like the heckler like the stone buster, kind of yeah, yeah. Just to just to ride you. Yeah. Just to do it. Um I don't I don't I don't know I don't I don't know if I recall like any one in particular. One one party that I did host at our house that was like crazy was the um when conor mcgregor first fought uh nate diaz for the first time and it was like the first time everyone saw him lose and the house was literally i thought it was gonna fall apart because it was so much like screaming and yelling um that we're like what the heck yeah um and then the other one was we had we watched another mma i think a lot of mine were mma now that i think about it um so so have you ever hosted or what was your most memorable maybe party like sporting event party that you hosted well i'm gonna be perfectly honest with you i'm i'm not antisocial by any means but when it comes to sports i kind of like to watch like almost by myself to be honest with you <laughs> yeah, yeah. because i'm either like super miserable or just like a nervous <laughs> wreck or whatever and i can't take like a million people like it's too much talking to me i like to like watch everything study everything like get emotional like by myself whatever um when I was younger, maybe a little bit more, you'd go over someone's house or like, you know, go out to even a bar. Yeah. But I'm definitely not into that yeah. scene, really, for especially for a big game. I mean, I like being by myself. <laughs> so, but uh, with the Phillies and the Eagles, um, we had a few people over, small. Yeah. But it was like my wife's parents, her cousin and his wife. Um, and that literally might be, it was like the same exact group of people that we watched the Phillies with. Oh, nice. Not to jinx, we had the same group for the Eagles, you know what I mean? That's and cool. And that was it. Yeah. Uh, we had some kids in the meantime, so the kids were with us, obviously, that weren't there for the Phillies game. But uh, that was it. We kept it simple. And it was awesome still, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm a nervous wreck during a game. Like, I literally, like, when the Phillies <laughs> lost in 93, like I said earlier, I was literally, like, in the kitchen peeking around, like, the corner yeah. when Mitch Williams threw, like, that last pitch. 
because I barely couldn't even like watch it, and wow. I, I literally knew what was about Mitch to happen. Williams. So like, wow. I couldn't even sit down. It was crazy. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't. I'm not really up for the big like Tostitos spread and like the whole you know yeah. all that jazz. We'll Get have some whole. goodies, but sure. I need to study the game and, <laughs> yeah. and you know be miserable alone. <laughs> so. There, there is a hard element about that when you yourself are hosting. It's like it kind of takes away you actually watching because you have to feel like everything's got to like, let's make sure this doesn't fall apart in front of us. I have a disclaimer up. You're on your own. Once you come in the house, yeah. there's the table with the food. There's the cooler with the beer. Yeah. Let me sit on the couch. Let yeah. me pace. Yeah. That's it. That's I'm good. in the zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, 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 can't, I, for one, cannot sit still. I know that for a fact. Um, so it's either me getting up and asking, do you want something? Do you want this? Do you want that? And then watching the game or just yelling at the TV as if it's going to respond or something. Um, Which that's something your kids picked up now. You got kids <laughs> screaming at the TV, go, go. go. Just My one-year-old just yells go at the TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could be Elmo, but he's go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, Let's get another championship in Philly one of these days, yes. huh? Yeah. Come on. I'm greedy now. I need another one from somebody over here, man. Yeah, man. You know? Absolutely. It's just funny how, like, I've tried to get, I've gotten a little bit better as I've gotten older. I still, they still ruin at least my, like, Monday. But by Tuesday, I'm kind of coming out of it where, like, when I was younger, especially when they were going through that stretch of losing all the NFC championship games and stuff, man, I would be miserable for a while, dude. Like, I mean, he's just totally, like, just, (laughs) I mean, my goodness, man. I took it so, like. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like life or death, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like now I like at least trying to be like, ah, you know, what are you gonna do? Like kind of thing, you know. So but yeah, in the moment though, you're just like, Oh god, like at the end, you know, you just wanna like Yeah. But it hurts. uh it hurts. Yeah, yeah, they drive you crazy. They either make you super happy or super nuts, right? So yeah. and that's kinda I guess what's fun about it, because yeah. like just that roller coaster, you know? And and the emotions that go into it when you when you care about something so much. But uh yeah. That's it for me. Let's get another one, boys. On all four, right? All four. Yeah. Flyers to bring yeah. one. Eagles, Phillies. Why not? That would be nice. Sixers. Um, all right. So we like to wrap our shows up with quotes. And the first one is by Arthur Ashe. You're never really playing an opponent. You are playing yourself, your own highest standards. And when you reach your limits, that is real joy. The second one by Joe Namath. If you aren't going all the way, why go at all? Uh, hangout session number one. In this episode, we have special guests Tom Rudisell and Tom Malazeki. We cover topics that range from sports, TV time, family time, hosting parties, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Joe Namath and Arthur Ash. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>